Welcome to the Gladiator Seminars Podcast. Host Aaron Chavez each week brings you an inspiring person, interesting topic, or message to help inspire you to reach higher levels of awareness in your life and business. Thanks for spending some time with us today. Here, Here we, we go. go. Let's start the seminar. Hey, Robert. Hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Good to have you on the show, Robert. Uh, those of you who don't know Robert, a lot of people do around the world. He was in season five and six of Hell's Kitchen. So uh, just great to have you on the show. So what are you up to nowadays, Robert? Oh, you know, like, so, I mean, since since the show, it's been, like, crazy as far as, like, travel and, you know, did some Food Network stuff, too, and, you know, went from that 655-pound, like, lifestyle and shredded all the weight and was now, like, 155 pounds and kind of came to a crossroads with uh, health and career of, like, um, I was uh, doing some work for the Playboy Mansion, doing, like, uh, chef work as far as, like, party event chef and traveling and and doing consulting work across the country, helping uh, restaurants kind of find their way and giving them a competitive edge and you know them kind of marketing that that I was there and but really it, it was it came down to like uh training and seeing what people are doing out there as far as uh the corporate life you know what I mean is like everything's numbers and and I found myself uh not being as creative as I wanted to be where the reflection of like salary compared to like personal like happiness or even why I got into being a creative or a chef in the first place was diminishing. Yeah. And I've always had this like this idea in the back of my head that one day and I think a lot of people do that, you know, Aaron is is saying like one day I'm going to be my own boss and one day I'm going to do this, and one day I'm going to do that. And they kind of just say it, create an idea, and they put it on a shelf, and it just stays dormant for a while. But this kind of idea just kept resonating and kept coming back uh, into my life with saying that I want to kind of do this artisanal-style restaurant that it started as a brick and mortar evolved to a food truck and then evolved back to a brick and mortar. And I, and I really came down to me just making excuses why I have not launched my own project where most people have said, dude, you got to start your own thing. Like you consult, you consult all these restaurants, give them your ideas and, and you, you like helping people, but it really, it comes down to should, do you believe in yourself yeah. and ready to put your money where your mouth is yeah. and um, consult yourself, right? So um, I was in Florida for another consulting uh, job and, you know, like a lot of my backstory is like I, I was raised in New York, but I was 
I got in a lot of my bulk of trouble in uh, south side of St. Pete, Florida, like in the ghetto, in the hood. And I've always been a guy, a product of the system, in and out of the system, in and out of state-ran programs, child advocate programs, you know, where kids can get lost really quickly. And um, something about being back in Florida, it just re-energized my spirit of saying, like, okay, you know what, I'm, I'm 41 years old, I'm uh, 155 pounds, I have the money to do this, let's, let's dig a little deeper, let's, let's go down this rabbit hole. Awesome. Awesome. So, so I, I've been kind of watching you online, you've been posting, trying to get ideas from your fans, from your friends on Facebook, you, you've got this new thing, it's called Faux Cheesy, which is an awesome name. So tell us about that, how that kind of evolved into its current iteration like that you're moving All on. All right, so the, the original concept is I started this concept of saying, like, I love grilled cheese. It's the most comforting food that you could possibly think of where there is, it's not the first restaurant to ever come out of the, the gate to say I'm going to offer grilled cheese sandwiches or funky melts. And, but it was something that resonated with me as a chef that was like, man, this is a medium, whether you're five or 55, you love a slamming grilled cheese and tomato soup. It doesn't matter what the weather is. And it's something that it doesn't matter what culture you are, age group, demographic, you will you like grilled cheese. So how can I create a grilled cheese or a melt that this ain't your mama's grilled cheese? You know, <laughs> sorry mom, but this is a melt to the next level of like funk and chef driven. And it's also a really amazing medium where anything can be created between two slices of bread or not even bread. So it started as the Urban Melt, and I created the Urban Melt, built a business plan, did the logos, did everything, and loved it. When I chose Florida to be my launching pad as saying, like, hey, here's the state that I got in a lot of trouble with. Here's the state that I was in these programs, and a lot of people knew that I wanted to create a pay-it-forward restaurant where percentage of our sales and events t-shirts swag merchandise everything would go back to the community that we serve and give opportunity to people that are getting out of the system that needs jobs or needs uh development of skills um that i would offer that and say that i'm going to um you know help uh, my community and or kids around the country with sales of grilled cheese sandwiches by saying like for every melt that you do, we're going to do this one melt at a time. You know what I mean? Mm. You're going to make a difference. And it takes like a pebbles dropping in us in a lake in the center to make ripples. And those ripples turn into waves and crash on the shore. So like I wanted to be that restaurant and have a purpose, like not just go out and make money. Yes. Everybody's in, you know, it's a business that takes care of my family. But I wanted to create something with a purpose. And also, I wanted to create something that is nothing that people have seen it before, but not this way. 
So it started as the, the Urban Melt and quickly realized like when I bought the dot-coms and it came down to a trademarking uh, disagreement where um, uh, I was approached by a restaurant group that owns the synonym Urban and I at first believed that it was going to, here's the opportunity where this food group is interested in me joining them, but it I quickly turned into, if you use our name, we're going to sue your pants off oh, and, or you can join our, um, we can join us with a, um, a large chunk of, uh, revenue huh. of, of sales to use the name. And, and I'm, I'm a street guy with a business ethic that sat there and was like, in, in, in all honesty, was like, if I said what I wanted to, it'd be like, that's <laughs> sure. crazy. Yeah. But it turned into, it turned into, it's not about the name. You know what I mean? It's yeah. about what I'm doing and like the product, right? Yeah. Somebody said Yaya's Chicken was a crazy name, but look at him. You know, somebody said Taco Bell was crazy, but look at him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or sure. Five Guys. What's Five Guys? Yep. You know what I mean? So yep. like, it's, the name is irrelevant. But it needs for trademarking and for good aesthetic and and who you are. I said, so originally when I first was writing down ideas, I'm an urban guy. I'm a guy, a product of the 80s, a hip-hop culture where rock and um, hip-hop was in its infancy and it was all about breakdance and music and culture and art and like just the coming of together, just finding and being creative and taking to the street <clears throat> and I love that so when I first was writing like okay grilled cheese uh, funky melts twisted melts melts with the word melt with a Z instead of an S twist the word melts and then I was like what's a cool name and I was like uh, man everybody would love this for sure and I was like so show and then I was like so cheesy and I was like there it is it's like so cheesy fun yeah. it's a fun and like have fun with the logo and say so cheesy twisted melts and saying like it is a thing that is supposed to remind you of being a kid but adult uh, ingredients or like this gourmet experience of People are saying farm to table. I say it's street to table, man. It's like yeah. coming to you. You know what I mean? Like, right. I, you know, like um, sourced from local uh, purveyors and farms and, you know, like taking it back to the streets and saying like, all right, how do I incorporate this culture that I love so much and art and put it with this food and say, well, the, the so cheesy melt is the same thing as a blank canvas of graffiti that an artist just goes crazy and creates this funkadelic melt of flavor and profile with different aesthetics of ingredients that range from, you know, cultural melts to, like, the things that you grew up on and with better ingredients. So, and it had a price point that I knew that isn't bougie and, like, you know what I mean? And saying, like, you know, average is, you know, 10 to 12 bucks, you know, like that's where, you know, like people make a constant decision of saying they want 
creative and they want good and they want, um, you know, like food that's like source. They know these words now. 20 years ago, they didn't know these words of source, grass fed. And so diners are especially um, millennials or young money, old money. They, they know these terms, so they appreciate it more and they know what they're putting in their body and spending their money in the right place. So I created So Cheesy in the earlier stages and I was like, ah, maybe it's too cheeky. And I started questioning myself back then. Uh-huh. And then I always tell people... Um, there's, there's, there's people in your world that will hinder you from achieving your goals or achieving your dreams. And, and surprisingly or not, it's the people that love you the most. Uh And a lot of people are very taken back by that and surprised by that, that I would say such a thing. Because you're going to have haters, man. You're going to have the haters that don't want to see you succeed and they just kind of, you know, hate on your parade, say. So, like, when I started showing, like, a hand-drawn graffiti logo of so cheesy Twisted Melts, people are like, oh, that's too, that's really typically cheesy. It's it's very kiddish. It's not corporate enough. You'll never franchise it. And you should be thinking of franchising and da 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 So you have all these men and women that are giving their opinions and they are pointing you in these directions and you're like starting to question yourself. And you said, okay, all right, so let's create Twisted or the Urban Melt. It's very clean. It's cut. It's not really what I want, but I'll deal with it. I like it. It's about the food. So once this like situation happened with like the Urban Melt, it kind of like, all right, let's pull out the old binder and like get back to the drawing board. So I started really hitting it hard. And when I go back to the, what I was saying, the people that love you the most yeah. will deter you from doing things that you really want to do is say, hey, man, I want to start this idea. You come up with an idea. And the first person you said is the person that is closest to you, maybe your wife, husband, mother, father. And because they love you. They're going to say, hey, wait a second, you want to sell, I don't know, just whatever, you want to sell purple post-its, right? You created a post-it, you think you're going to make millions of dollars, you're going to have this business, you have this idea, this plan, blah, 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 and the person you tell, the first thing they say is, wait a second, you you work at a bank as a teller, this is how we pay our bills, how are we going to do this, how are you going to do that? So they start giving you, they start throwing these what ifs at you because uh-huh. they love you. they don't want to see you fail they don't want to see how are we going to make our child support payment our our house payment our car payment what are we going to do how are we going to uh, be in the comfortable lifestyle that we've built together by having this disruption of the what ifs or the unknown yeah. right because a paycheck a paycheck to me in my opinion is everybody needs one and everybody gets one and you can um you need it to survive. You work to, some people work to, to live and other people live to work. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate that when there's tons of people out there that have amazing ideas. And what I say is, 
is that the people closest to you, because they love you, they start giving you the what ifs and start sparking the doubt. And then you become scared and fearful that you don't want to affect them. And so you kind of put it on a shelf or start really making excuses. But the first day or week before or whatever, before you even told anybody, you were gung-ho. You were ready to sell everything. You were ready to go all in. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. you were deterred. And so I was on that, that frame of mindset that put me there with the urban melt. And, um, I could have launched this concept in any of the other States I was living in, but I really just came up with excuses. Not enough money. I need, I need another 50,000. I'll be more comfortable if I had that. And I had this. And really when I came to Florida and after that urban melt, problem happened I sat down and I said I had a conversation with myself I'm like and basically it's like this man um Marco Pierre White always used to say uh it's your responsibility to make dreams come true or they're just that just a dream and anybody can dream so it's your responsibility to really make it happen Yep. so and my thing is is like God has put if you're a religious person or whatever I just believe that God has put each person on this earth that has an ability whether that ability is making food doing radio pumping the best gas at a gas station or somebody that just has a kind way about them to make them like it's very rare that somebody can really focus and pin in on what they their talents are or what they're really good at and be able to turn it into a business that generates capital to make a living and um, do it for other people what it really takes is that you're on that you have to take a leap of faith you have to take that leap and say if i'm going to do this Yes, I'm going to have bumps and scrapes down the line, but I've been doing it. I look at it in my situation. I've been a chef for over 25 years. I've been working on the highest level that you could possibly go and all the way to the lowest level that you could possibly go and and everything in between. And I do all this creative stuff, know how to price it, know how to do this, and know how to make money, market, and, and do these things. So if I was doing it for myself and managing myself and I'm managing people why couldn't I do this on my own so I had this conversation and saying that's it no excuses I don't care if 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 it goes down in flames I'm going to say that I did what most people are afraid to do and that's take the shot and if that inspires another person yeah that's out there that has minimal um money to get this but is willing to take a shot. If you put anything you put the energy in, you're going to work every day, 40, 60 hours a week, and you're giving your your 110%. Now, if it was your money, you would give it a hundred and million percent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, right. Like, no, you have to protect it. And um, that that's kind of where I'm at and said that I'm just going to go for it and take the leap of faith and know believe in myself there's people out there that now i'm not saying to say like if 
if your wife says, hey, man, uh, hey, Bob, you make amazing nachos, to quit your job, sell all your stuff, and decide to open a restaurant to sell nachos because your wife told you you make amazing nachos. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unless you really have a, a business plan and then it, I suggest people go work in a restaurant, see what that life is. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to go out and sell um, Kirby vacuums when I've never knew how to do it or how to do it, but I can learn. You understand? But yeah. I wouldn't invest anything into buying a million vacuums in a storefront and doing all that and go nuts yeah. without having some really research putting yourself into it. But there's chefs out there or anybody out there in the country listening to this that maybe creating something, making something, selling it on the side, artwork or whatever, and they will go and they have a normal job and they will go and sign their name on a dotted line for a $60,000 average um, car note. But they won't go to a bank and get that same $60,000 and put it and invest it in their self. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I want to inspire because the paycheck will always be there. If you are making money, uh, for my thing, is like you're going to be a chef. You created this. You, you saved enough money to start this. Well, that job was always going to be waiting for you. You got to this point to make this decision to go to business on your own. If it fails, you have that skill to go back on yeah. to where everybody needs a chef and if I proved anything across the country or kitchen nightmares or bar rescue there's millions upon millions of restaurants that could use help you know what I mean totally. and uh, so the job market is vast so I'm not worried about what am I going to do what I'm worried about is what I think every creative is worried about are they going to like it are they going to love it yeah. Not that I love it or I like it. I care about what they think, the customer. You yeah. know what I mean? So totally. That's the fear I live by every day, no matter if I create a special and I know it's fire and other people are telling me how good it is. Like, I'm really like, you're paying your hard, good money, man. I'm like peeping through the the line like oh my god do they like it it doesn't matter to me like yeah. chef robert has from hell's kitchen food network it's a great stepping platform and it opened the vast doors but that's a novelty okay yeah that might draw a percentage of clients fan base to the truck like uh you know bees to honey or bees to pollen mm-hmm. but if you, if you don't come correct with the product it's all for nothing yeah you know what i mean yeah. it's so I also wanted to create something where Bochisi is a segregation from the whole Hell's Kitchen and Food Network thing. It's its own life. It's its own entity. Yes, the guy, the CFO, the president, he happened to be to do these things. And he, this is his pedigree and his bio. Yeah. But I want it to stand on its own merit. Yeah. And its own two feet. And also inspire people to get out there and make stuff happen. Yeah. Yeah, you you definitely are working within your giftedness. Every I, I believe like you do, Robert, every person has an area of giftedness or God given talents that they're given. And just watching you uh, on the show and then you know becoming friends with you, I, you're you're working with your within your area of giftedness and you are I just when you started 
putting those different ideas on. I was watching. Well, I don't think I was commenting, just kind of watching. And then, and then it became faux cheesy. And I was like, that's pretty cool because I could see you. Like, it's for the cheese, man. It's it's for Because I remember my mom, like you say, it's, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have uh, melts today. Oh, geez, my brother and sister and I would be like, oh man, we can't wait for that and soup, like tomato soup. So I just, I really think you're gonna take this to the next level. Uh, you're also your website. Can, where can people find you? Your website, your social media. Well, all the so the website is www.focheesy.com. Dot com, okay. and then all the links are there for all our. You know, there's a lot of plans for this, so this involved. So all the social media links, all the Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube channel, events calendar, everything. So let me let me just tell you what this is. Like, faux cheesy is, and then I decided I'm not doing a brick and mortar because I want people to know that. If you're out there, you can have this business. And I love the idea of owning it. So I went and bought the... Uh, I, I, I'm doing this as a mobile uh, unit, as a truck. A 26-foot uh, mobile food truck with an 18-foot workable kitchen and all state-of-the-art. Now, I never go in things half-cocked. And I, I, I believe, like... Um, you know, I set a challenge that I can do this for... Um, you know, $110,000. Even though I have more means than that, my goal is to do it for 110 and say I'm going to build a truck for 65000 If I was a regular guy that had $110,000, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. saying I want that challenge for myself yeah. to be able to say, like, you can do it too. And then if it evolves, the thing is, is like, People need to stop thinking about franchising. That's a dream. That is like the ultimate goal. Franchise it, brick and mortar, multiple units. I'm like, that will come if this baby does exactly what I want it to do and you focus what's in front of you right now. The blinders of what this project is. This is a mobile unit that is owned outright. We are very funded to make sure that we will be the truck to be going all over Pinellas County, the state of Florida, and out of the flo- of Florida where we are going to film a, a podcast and or a biographical docu-series of the, the birth of this truck uh-huh. and also the day-to-day struggles of being on the truck. This truck will be, a, the build is complete. Uh, this will be the most tech advanced truck out there. It'll be a total interactive food truck experience to where you could be at home in uh, Casper, Wyoming, click on the website and be able to see what I'm doing on the truck live and be able to talk to me live, uh, constant video feeds of outside the events. So I take you on the road with me. And also when you're at the truck, You'll be able to see what's going on inside the truck as your melt is being created and also, you know, what the events we're doing. And, you know, obviously I don't do everything. I I like things to be kind of that aesthetic, you know, super LED lights, uh, hip-hop music and rap going on and, like, urban rock 
And like, so a total mobile experience, but when you get the food, it's like super fire. And like, we're going to be filming the entire experience, totally making it um, customer interactive and fan based. Uh, we've, we've focused on uh, the menu and doing creative, uh, we did a test kitchen and we have like a, um, right now we're in that phase where if you go and you'll check out all the funky melts and, um, that we're creating and it's just nonstop of creation and like, you know, putting it on Insta and really it's coming down to like, yes, I have the ultimate say, but I really leave it out to what the people want. Yeah. And that's why I say, what do you think? Uh, how do you feel? Tell me your thoughts, you know, and, and like, you know, hit us up and like, tell me a melt that you want to do. So we're creating like this ultimate experience that, um, you know, I really, people are, you know, I have people that come to me and say, oh, we can turn it into a reality show. We can do this and that. And I'm a, I'm a firm believer of like, I've been down that road so many times that you want it to happen, you'll make it happen. Yeah. Send the contracts, we'll do it. But right now, I'm doing this on my own. Yeah. And, like, I want it for me and for the people. Yeah. This is a restaurant for the people. And what better way than to be mobile to take it to the street yeah. and, like, get more people fed. And, like, and, and say, not only am I getting people fed, but at the end of the year, I'm giving a percentage of these sales back to the kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. To inspire the next generation of entrepreneur. That's awesome. Hey, I also like some of the names that you posted for some of these melts. Can you share that? Some of those names. Ah, uh, so like, <laughs> yeah, obviously the food cult, the food truck culture is a challenge in itself. Like I ran brick and mortars, worked on food trucks, and it's a whole nother animal. So the challenges, I'm looking forward to that as far as being challenged as like parking the truck, driving the truck, blah blah blah. But a lot of people don't even know that. When you own a brick and mortar, you're only keeping like um, maybe you know forty to sixty percent of your revenue, where because you have all this overhead in a truck, you're up to the seventies and eighties, maybe ninety percent if you own your entity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's overhead's cheaper, and you can't hold as much product. So when you're done, you're done. And um, so like the building of the menu was like, I want to have fun. It's not about like going to like Gordon Ramsay once told me you feed the elite you will always live among the masses huh. if you choose to feed the masses you will live among the elite so if you create a product that you can feed millions of people for ten dollars then I will take that every day yeah you know what I mean and like if you look at the restaurants he opens he opens with his own money Gordon Ramsay burger fish and chips these are QSR, quick service restaurant, foods that resonate. Those bougie, five-star, Michelin star, those are all money that is investors that want his name and he puts his product there and that's how that works. Uh. So, like, for me, I said, I'm not going to be this pretentious place. It's about fun, man. It's about fun and coming correct with the food. For, so the menu development of saying, like, I like the idea that Yes, it's kid-friendly, uh, you know, and, like, um, you know, adult, but the truck, food truck edge of saying, like, it's a badass couple chefs, you know, like, that that really are putting their mark on things <clears throat> the way they want and saying, like, okay, so the menu will go. Like, you want the traditional 
you know, grilled cheese. Anybody can call it grilled cheese. Yeah. And then explain that it has American cheese, butter on white bread. Kind of basic, kind of boring. But I say, all right, let's call it the the triple OG or the original gangster. The one that got it all started. Pay homage to the original gangster. This is what it is. And then they get chef-driven aggressive as they go down between the breads, the guts, all the cheeses, the ingredients. And like things like we have like a tongue melt, you know, a beef tongue melt that we call it the lick back melt. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like anybody can create a buffalo chicken sandwich, but we call ours the buffalo mother clucker. Just because we can. Yeah. And because it's mine. And because that's who I want to portray that it's <clears throat> fun to say it. It's fun to order it. And you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like totally. we did one where we're, we're teaming with like celebrities uh, people that I've been with and creating melts for them, you know, like yeah. Hulk Hogan, we call it the Hulkamania melt, and like it's because he's a avid chocolate lover. Uh-huh. So we created dessert melts that are like a fried donut, um, stuffed with Nutella and chocolate, and and like just this over the top. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And like that's the idea, and and. Uh, people see my menu online and they're like, your menu's so huge for a food truck. And I was like, that's the menu of dreams. Like, the truck will hold and will cycle out every two days, three to four melts, five melts, with a, we call it the, um, which I haven't launched yet, but we call it the uh, uh, melt of chance. And it's like basically a roulette wheel, like Russian, (laughs) we call it the Russian roulette melt. And it's basically all the melts that we feature for the day. And then it has a chef's choice and then like a $50 gift card and it's a roulette wheel. So if you can't, you have a hard time to decide, you let me choose. I spin the wheel, the roulette wheel, the melt roulette wheel. And like whatever comes up, that's what you get. That's awesome. You know what I mean? And uh, (laughs) so it's having fun, man. That's what it's all about. It's a business that I'm probably one of few that can say I get paid for something I would do for free. Yeah. And now I'm creating something that, man, I'm up. I, I, I go around right now and all I'm doing is between time while this is being built and the business is being put together is I'm doing consulting work. And in my wee hours of the night, I'm like doing the, um, uh, you know, like the swag and the merch, like t-shirts yeah. and like logos and like doing a melt mob, uh, a loyalty program mm-hmm. like every april 12th on national grilled cheese day we're giving away grilled cheese you know what i mean That's and awesome. just like teaming up with some really awesome sponsors and um you know helping kids out doing events pop-ups hip-hop stuff and like art driven things and i don't want to be pigeonholed as like oh that's like the hip-hop truck with grilled cheese the idea is like i want you to be transformed when you see the guy even the guys that are wearing the uniforms and the twisted back Uh um you know snapback hats is to be transformed transported right back to 1985 when when it was like crush groove and break dance and that culture yeah. and getting slamming food you know what I mean so yeah. like 
I just, I'm just in love with it. Yeah, I, I'm excited for you. I can't wait to see it. So you're gonna the the truck. When's it gonna be done? Do you have a timeline when what when launch is? So the truck is being built at Heat Customs in my is in uh, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and um, it's like right outside of Miami Beach. And uh, um, right now, tentatively, like they're so booked ahead because they're like one of the top bookers. They're like the monster garage of all like truck builders in the Miami area or that part of Florida. And so, like our truck is slotted. Like, the truck is purchased, and our, we went out there and laid it out, and the, the floor plan, and it will not be ready until um, the beginning of February, which gives a good eight months of getting everything in line. Yeah. Like, we formed our, Ella, like, exciting things for just me being excited, because it really gives its own life, yeah. is, like, we got our um, LLC package and um we have our our llc is called melt mob incorporated and uh you know going to the bank and opening the business account hiring the cpa hiring our tax attorney and, and like everything all the ducks are lining up so that's great now we're like in the phase of we hired a pr company that's going to do all our social media and our networking now we're looking into teaming up with different um uh, POS systems for the truck, and uh, which I, which I again goes back to the whole like a lot of people can't afford to have these giant POS systems in their truck, so let's keep it like OG mm-hmm. and do square and like how yeah. you would do it until you grow. Yeah, and that's the process that I want people to see is that you can do this yourself if you have a game plan, and I want people to be inspired follow and um you know kind of dig it and like the test kitchen that we built like you can expect to see videos the truck being built the as the progression is going to like the wrap and um you know everything that all the elements will be on fire and then and then the idea for me is I want to end this with like telling you the idea for me is to go ahead and find a I, right now I'm a solo guy. There's uh-huh. no way you can run this truck by yourself. Yeah. So like I am out there right now seeking the successor. I am looking for a non capital invested sweat equity partner that's willing to come on this truck collect the salary that's fair and work with me side by side. And when I'm done within the first two years of operating or the next growth of Fochisi, which could be brick and mortar or the next truck, I will hand the keys over to that person and say, this is your restaurant. This is your truck. And you are 75% owner of Fochisi truck one. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll take 5%. So I'm giving them their opportunity to be their own business owner. So you, are you going to have an application on your Fochisi website then? I'm going to like put a, basically um, a video kind of where I just told you to say this is an opportunity for all like, Uh you know, chefs are willing to make, there could be a chef out in Hawaii for all I know that's willing to like move to Florida and like do this. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's going to be a kind of a video, um, uh, ad and that you just kind of 
leave your information in the, like the com- like the comment section or the uh, info page okay. and tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell me what drives you. And like this is this is no joke. This is like something that I plan on doing that I will find the successor and say, you want an opportunity? Well, I have one here, but it's going to take sweat and it's going to take work and it's but it's a guarantee that you will be the majority owner of truck one. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And I just want to, I am going to collect off of it, but I gave you, I launched you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Does that make sense? Totally, totally. That, that just shows the type of guy you are. Again, you've inspired so many people around the world, Robert. Uh, I can't thank you enough uh, for, for being on the show today. Uh, if you want to find out more about Faux Cheesy, go to FauxCheesy.com. Uh, you'll see all his uh, social media links on that page. Follow Robert. Um, any final message for my listeners, Robert? You know what? If I can say anything to anybody, is like it doesn't cost anything to be nice to people. So go out there and, you know, like you never know who you're talking to. And, you know, if anything, I want people to try the food and, like, get them get inspired by the story and like what I'm doing and, and, uh, you know, we can change things one mile at a time, but it starts with going for it. Awesome. Thank you, Robert. Have a great day, brother. All right, man. Take care. Hey, you thank too. you guys. You, thank Bye. you. Bye. Thank you for listening to the gladiator seminars podcast. Be sure to visit gladiatorseminars.com. Also, please feel free to share, comment, or send us a message. We'll see you next week.